Hello and welcome to Umphasip's monthly podcast, Out Loud. My name is Ersin Ostojan and today it gives me great pleasure to introduce two fantastic young Cypriots who collaborate with Umphasip in different projects. Victoras Andreas is one of our UN Youth Champions for Environment and Peace and Hanifer Serin took part in the Young Leaders in Actions initiative and the Mindful Leadership project organised by the mission earlier this year. We will talk about their contributions to their communities and the role that young people play as this month we mark International Youth Day. The theme this year is intergenerational solidarity. Creating a world for all ages is to amplify the message that action is needed across all generations to achieve the sustainable development goals and leave no one behind. The 2022 International Youth Day will also raise awareness on certain barriers to international solidarity, notably ageism, which impacts young and old persons while having a detrimental effect on society as a whole. Victoras and Hanifer, welcome to Out Loud. Hanifer, you're a member of the Green Mahala Group who started during the Young Leaders in Actions initiative. Even though the programme concluded earlier this year, we know you continue to be very active. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the activities you've been involved with? Have you and the Green Mahala been able to expand the initiatives? Hello, thank you very much for providing us this amazing opportunity. It's great to be here and We started uh, this year in February, I think, uh, with Green Mahalla, and it was a part of the Young Leaders in Action program, inclusion of youth and women in peace building process. And uh, there were different uh, initiatives created, and we are just uh, one of the groups there, Yeshil Mahalla, Vlasinaus Mahallas, and uh, Green Mahalla. We created this name. in three different languages to attract the attention of all the people in Cyprus. And um, we started with cleanups. Uh, we had uh, two cleanups done. One was in uh, March. Uh, we did it in Gaziveran Beach, where uh, also I live, because uh, there we have a serious uh, environmental pollution. And uh, as Green Mahalle, we, w- we wanted to call attention to the point that although we are geographically divided, uh, we have to take these issues as the common ground and um, underline that we have to spend common effort together as all Cypriots and as everyone living on the land so that we can find um, sustainable solutions and uh, in the meanwhile we can create peace when we create peace in the environment we can create peace in uh, Cyprus and in earth as well uh, and the other one was in Pedios uh, river in Nicosia Green Mahalla is also continuing to the activities it's not only these two cleanups Anifer thank you Toras you were part of the 2001 group of UN Youth Champions for Environment and Peace. Can you tell us about your involvement in the program that promote conversations around the environment and climate change in Cyprus? Do you continue to find spaces to discuss the topic after the 2021 edition ended? First of all, thank you very much for inviting me here. It's a pleasure to be here and have this wonderful discussion with people that we share similar values and uh, same aspirations. 
so about the Youth Champions for Environment and Peace, it was for me it was the first time that I had the chance to discuss these topics in a, in, a, in a room that was shared with Turkish Cypriots, which was very important. Also doing some actions together because we did, apart from having online meetings, discussing things, having guest speakers come to talk, to about, talk about the island from both sides of the island, it was very important that we met up together as part of the program to do a beach cleaning near Famagusteria. It was amazing because you met in person people that you share same values, you want the same thing, also in the environmental spectrum and also in the peace building spectrum. After the program, we continued to have some group chats. Also, the UNFIGIP was emailing us and telling us we're organizing this, you should get together, we should do some actions together. We had the chance to do some filming as well to promote the program and also invite more people to join. And the most important thing that happened after the 2021 Youth Champions is that we met together with the previous years' Youth Champions to organize the first local conference of the youth here in Cyprus in October, uh, which I believe it's a great success because having people that haven't met together for, they have met together for only one or two times and having all this motivation, all of this um, willingness to do something with people that they don't really know each other, mm -hmm. but because they share the same vision, they want to, to do something to change the island. Yes, it's very, very beautiful. It, it sounds really good that you can meet the two different groups, although mm -hmm. they did the, the mm -hmm. work in, on a different project, but then when you all come together and share information, it obviously helps mm -hmm. for the future as well. Yes, and also on a personal level, because I was studying abroad, and when I came in here in Cyprus, the first program that I was enrolled in was the Youth Champions, and they made me like feel, okay, we need to do, I need to do something about the island. Mm -hmm. And that's why I decided, okay, I'm staying in Cyprus, I'm not going abroad to find a job. That's why I stayed here in Cyprus, got a job in Environmental NGO Friends of the Earth Cyprus and started to work, to work towards a more sustainable future for the whole island, not just in the south or just in the north. What your, your role is in the Friends of the Earth NGO? So I work there as a project coordinator and the, the themes that we're addressing is climate justice, climate change, food sovereignty, energy, poverty, biodiversity and waste management, but we're also, we're, what we're trying to do basically is just integrate the environment with the social aspect and trying to work so towards a more sustainable future. And also by sustainable, we are talking about socially sustainable and environmentally sustainable. Thank you for staying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hanife, when you participated in the Mindful Leadership Project, you were interacting with women from different backgrounds, communities and ages. Do you think ageism can impact young and old people? Uh, mindfulness was a topic that I, I always wanted to learn more about it, but I never had the chance to do so. And when I have seen the announcement, I said, okay, uh, we have so much stress in our lives, so we must do something good for ourselves, that's how I decided to join uh, into the program because there was also the peace building side of it. It was interesting that uh, there were people uh, around their um, 30s and there were people um, above their 60s and uh, learning from older people is an amazing experience because you learn something in advance and you gain uh, new information from them, so I, I find this very valuable. And uh, ageism, of course, it's, it can impact us in many different ways, and I think there is so much bias 
when mm -hmm. it comes to the age gap uh, between generations from the perspective of older people and from the perspective of young people too. There is so much labeling that, okay, when you get older, you are limited in uh, different ways and uh, the old people are old fashioned and they don't know new technology, they can't learn it. There is such biased thoughts among young people, for example. and. Uh, all generations also, they complain uh, from <laughs> different points for, for uh, youth. And uh, I think we need more programs like that to bridge uh, these different uh, generations together to see that, okay, uh, we have our own perspectives as youth and they have their own experience full of knowledge. So we can still share ideas and learn from each yeah, other. Because I believe that we can learn from each other. I think age shouldn't be an issue because exactly. everybody brings their own experiences and own um, information to the table. So whether it's yes. coming from a young person or an old person, what's important is the information that we're sharing. Yes, so. that's true. In that aspect, this program was also very valuable. How was the experience of discussing ideas with those with a different age? We were uh, supposed to do different projects at the end of the course. For example, I played games with my students at the university and uh, it was about uh, different piece perspectives. Uh, what is peace, what is not peace? I gave them some scenarios and I told them there is no wrong or no uh, true answers. Here we would like to underline that we are full of different perspectives as different people on earth. I shared some scenarios and we did it outdoors. They moved, we played games, uh, we made some role plays. They really enjoyed it and I, I think we need this in our programs uh, more to teach peace to people because this is really absent from our curriculum starting from primary school. Not uh, all the teachers really uh, use this and it was nice to gain this perspective. We have heard about other amazing projects our friends did like storytelling, uh, playing with children uh, from both communities. I'm sure our listeners would be interested to hear how you have been able to share what you learned from being involved in these projects with the older generation. Do you think you have a platform and your voice is heard? This is actually a very interesting question because if, if you think about it, I'm my circle and the people that I'm communicating most of the time are people my age. I'm contacting them through social media. I post stuff through social media, but the older generation doesn't, most of them, if you're talking about people around their 70s, 80s, they don't have access to this information. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the communication that I have with the older generation is through face-to-face -face communication, but within my family or some friends of my family that are older than me. But it's also a quite difficult topic to talk with the older generation because it's two things. First is the environment and the second one is peace. Most of the people don't realize that these two are interconnected. So it's very important to find some examples that these two are connected. For example, what I always like to say is that, okay, you care about the environment, you care about the air that you breathe. How can you fix the air, in the, the air pollution in Nicosia? Can you just fix it on the south or can you just fix it in the north? That's yeah. why, that's what, when the bicommunal. Yeah, that's you, a really good you, example, yes. actually, yeah. So you can't do just something in the south without involving the north as well. 
Thank you. Um, we're about to come to the end of our podcast, but I would like to ask you both if you'd like to share your social media platforms so that people can um, contact you. Yes, I think we are both on uh, Facebook and, so- and uh, Instagram. And uh, it will be enough to type uh, Green Mahalla, Yeshil Mahalla, or Brasinos Mahallas. Uh, they can use all the languages, one of them is enough. There we share information about our group and if there is something new uh, coming up, it will be shared there and we search for volunteers. Uh, for me, you can contact me either from the social ne- social media of my work, uh, Friends of the Earth Cyprus, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Thank you both for joining me today. I'm sure our listeners also enjoyed the conversation. That brings us to the end of this edition of our Out Loud podcast. Until next time, stay safe.